Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media and the World of Ink Network. This podcast was founded in 2011 by Marsha Casper Cook and Virginia Grenier. Their focus has always been on helping writers reach their dreams by having informative and entertaining shows. You will also hear the latest information on what's new and exciting in the publishing and marketing industry. And the shows will also cover discussions on screenwriting, audiobooks and movies. New to the shows will be the latest style and trends in fashion, as well as nutrition and how Pinterest can add just the right spark of attention you may need for your projects. So, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. You can find out more information about our shows and being a guest at www.michiganavenuemedia.com. Hi everybody, it's Marcia Cook and we're going to have a great show today. This is Hello Hollywood and it's uh, from Michigan Avenue Media and uh, we have a really good show planned here. We have Jennifer Connor, Donald Lloyd, Jeff Fleischer and Andrea Triggs and um, they're going to talk about what they like in movies and series and uh, I'll be here just to add in <laughs> So uh, this is a fun show. It's been going pretty well because people are liking this. And some shows I'll have will just be on just like one subject, like The Handmaid's, like one uh, particular series, Handmaid's Tale. People love that. We're probably going to have another one on that. And uh, we're going to do Downton Abbey soon too. And if anybody wants to email me or message me, I have all my messages on my Facebook pages. So just message me and um I had some, a lot of, actually a long list of things that I might want to have shows on. So everybody could just, I'll have everybody introduce themselves for a minute, and then we'll just get on to the conversation. Jeff, you can go first today. Oh, sure. Um, I'm Jeff Fleischer. I'm a Chicago-based author. Um, my most recent book is the second edition of the Civics book called Votes of Confidence, and I have a climate change book coming out in uh, November of this year called The Hot Mess, that's already available for pre-order. Um, I also write short fiction. I've edited lots and lots of books, so I've got a pretty wide range of stuff I'm interested in. And he's also my editor. Go figure that. Okay, for all of my books, <laughs> for all of my screenplays, everything that I've done. Okay, just have to add that. Okay, Donald? Uh, yes, uh, I'm Donald Lloyd. I'm a children's book author, illustrator, I'm a uh, cameraman for our local uh, AA team. Uh, two, you know, father of two boys, uh, handyman, all that fun stuff. So you know, kind of a jack of all trades, I guess you could call yes. me. <laughs> Look what happened to you over this year, right? Oh, you added. I'm telling you, good lord. <laughs> I, know. I know. Okay, Andrea. Hi, I'm Andrea Triggs. Hi. I am um, a hairstylist. Uh, from the Gig Harbor um, area in Washington. I am a musician and a new podcaster and a TV certified addict. Okay, well, <laughs> you're at the right place. <laughs> okay, Jennifer? You tell yeah, me a hi, thanks for you. having me on again. Oh, um, you're welcome. I... I've uh, written uh, over 80 books. I own a book publishing company, Books to Go Now, that's been in business about 12 years, I think. I, uh, I've re- recently uh, been in, enjoying writing um, screenplays. Uh, my screenplay, Starvation Heights, uh, 
won the uh, uh, or placed in the Austin uh, After Dark um, Screen Festival and won the Screen Fest in uh, Oregon. So that was fun, and and uh, I'm ha- and I am a movie junkie. So. We all like that, right? And there's so much to watch now. I mean, there there is. I mean, that's why that's how the show came to be because of COVID. Everybody was home watching series after series and movies and documentaries. And uh, so I thought this would be a good way to just everybody could relax a little and just have a good time. And um, so this show particularly will just be about you know we'll talk about many different subjects. So I, one of the subjects will be I was wanted to talk about, which is so interesting because. Uh, Everybody used to be watching the Academy, you know, all the movies for the Academy Awards. But this year, I've had several guests on that. Some are screenwriters. Also, they haven't even watched some of them. So, has anybody here watched any of them? And I, well, I know Jennifer. We talked about that. But how do you feel about that? I mean, did you used to go to the movies, you know, and watch, you know, all the Academy Award? Because people really enjoyed it, seeing all the Academy mm-hmm. Award movies. But now they know they're going to be on Netflix or something eventually. On Amazon. So, Jennifer, how about you? Yeah, yeah. I um, well, up until this past year, and it was more of just a, a time thing. But it wasn't so much the movies. I had a friend tell me, you know, well, there weren't any good movies that were nominated this year because I haven't seen any of them. Well, just because you haven't seen them didn't mean there weren't any good movies. So, uh, the poor movie. Well, that, that's par for the, the course. The, right. the poor. Right. Movie theaters are just, you know, took one in the gut. And, and my the only movie theater in my town, uh, it does not look like it's ever going to open again. The small indie one that is a pretty nice, uh, it's like a sixplex. It looks, uh, they're reopened again. But right now, I mean, there's just some, it's all action movies and King Kong and Godzilla and whatever. And so they're still struggling. So with the Academy Awards this year, it was hard because, and I, I really felt that they tried to, spread the love with giving the awards across the board. So all the awards, besides the fact of trying to get out from uh, their not giving awards to actors, directors, whatever, writers of color, that, uh, that they, um, they kind of spread, spread it around because, yeah, so many of the movies, uh, I thought there were some really great movies, but um, most of the populace of people had not seen them. Yeah, this was a bad. Yeah, this was this is what happens, you know. I mean, a lot of people, but now the 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 problem I think for a lot of the theaters is that people have are so used to seeing it at home, they don't they don't care anymore. I still like right. the big screen. Jeff, I know you're a, a fan of always going to movies, but this is definitely not the year you did. Yeah, it's been a little hard this year because I'm I'm someone who I, I both live right near a movie theater, like uh, two blocks away, and I also used to walk. Um, work right by a movie theater. So it was literally on my way from my office to the train. And so I used to see, I'd say conservatively, a movie a week in theaters, sometimes more. And yeah. obviously I haven't seen a movie in a theater since February of 2020. Yeah. And I was, this year I saw probably maybe a third of the Academy Award movies before the Oscars. And it wasn't that I didn't want to see them. It was just a combination of timing. And I think it's easier to get the dedicated time to like go to a theater and sit and not be distracted and watch and at home where things keep popping up. And so I watched, I watched what I could. Um, so I saw, right. I saw Nomadland. I saw um, Trial of Chicago 7. I saw um, One Night yeah, in Miami. Yeah, that was a good, yeah. Some of them. But Did anybody else see the Chicago 7? Anybody else see Chicago 7? 
Yes, I did. It was yeah. very good. Donald, you might like that one. No. Donald, that was good. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> it's like a piece of history, actually. So, you know, and yeah, the acting we was didn't really know too good. Much about. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, well, in Chicago, right, Chicago, this is like a very big deal here. Um, well, and that was, that was Andy, challenging with that movie was the actors were great. But so many of the liberties of the story in the script just I like I knew too much about the movie, too much about what really happened to enjoy the movie as much as I could have. Yeah, well, I think just I saw Aaron Sorkin were... talking about he didn't he didn't know that much about it when he when he went to research it. <laughs> and, that explains you know, some then, of it, huh? Well, no, I think he did. I, I mean, I think he did a good job because he really got performances out of a lot of these people. Andrea, did you watch that one at all? Chicago 7? I haven't seen Chicago 7. I watched just about almost everything else. Um, Promising Young Woman was my favorite. It was the one I really, really was waiting for and did a lot of, <laughs> you know, research beforehand because I love the Oscars. Um, in fact, me and Jenny are pretty much related, and she's my second mom, and we always do our traditional Oscar party every year. We really do try to watch <laughs> pretty much well, I, right and, right i mean i yeah. do love them too i do too i love them yeah you know I, I always watch them but you know this year a lot of people didn't you know but um you know the sound of metal i think um was one i don't know donald did you you didn't see a lot of these but some of these you might like to see the sound of metal or um well nomadland there was there was you know it was such an interesting movie i mean it's just some of these movies are sm- very small but their messages, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. are so good. Uh, you know, you have two boys, so I know. So you always you're worried about what they watch, right? I mean, that's we we've talked about that on a lot of the kids shows. So you've been spending yeah. a lot of time with them. So what do you do? You know, when you want to, you and you would like to watch some of these movies. You, you know, you're probably tired because by the whole day with the kids home, you were exhausted. <laughs> Yeah, by the time they're in bed, I'm usually catching up with my wife about how her day went. And then yeah. that usually gets us to about 10 o'clock or so. And then about then, we're both fighting to keep our eyes open. So right. it's usually yeah, in bed. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, this was a hard year. So, I mean, you know, your boys, I know, talk a, a little bit about some of the things that you watch with your boys. Because, you know, people are listening. But, I mean, you, you've been watching some different things than we might think that you were watching. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and what we've tried to do is, you know, I, we talked a little bit about it on the last show. Um, they are really into watching the stuff from when we were kids. So yeah. if, you know, I'm sure everybody remembers TGIF back in the day, and it was always, you know, Boy Meets World and uh, Family Matters and Step by Step. So we've been going through little by little on those. And right now we're into season five of Full House, and they're yeah. loving it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so it's how do you think it's weird to say? It, you know. Well, no, because <laughs> no, it's still on. You know, and so how do you think it? You know, in today's world, it's, it is different, but it is interesting yes. how everybody is liking. I mean, they're, I think they're doing another season of Full House. So they enjoyed it. So this is a good thing because there's not a lot of, th- there's a lot of things that are, they're made now that nobody's going to care about in several years. You know, exactly. And that's yeah. kind of the fun that we've found is, you know, A is their willingness to watch them. B, 
when they actually do watch them, that they want to keep watching them. And, I mean, they've already said they want to go back to Family Matters and watch Family Matters again because they love Urkel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's fantastic. we got to watch this guy. I said, you know he's my age now, right? And they just look at me like i got three heads. It's weird. <laughs> I find it so I interesting, though. I have a funnier though. story. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I have a funnier story than that. I have a two-year-old grandson that I see a lot, and he we have the Disney Plus channel, and he is just obsessed with the, I mean, last week it was the 1932 Three Little Pigs, and that's the only one he wow. wants to watch over and wow. over. And the wolf, in, <laughs> wow. one of, in one of the ones, the wolf, like, has a German accent. And it's just really, you know, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and he only wants to watch the Winnie the Pooh from the 1962 or 3. I mean, there's, like, 45 different wow. Poohs on Disney, and he only wants to watch that one over and over and over because <laughs> they're different, the, the illustrations. Like, I, I don't know if that's same with the you well, know maybe like they're, the maybe they're, house you know there's they're simpler you know maybe they're you know they're simpler the new yeah. shows that are for the kids, they're so kinetically bright and just like in your face and loud yeah. and and he'll just stand there in front of the TV and go, no, 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 until you turn on one of these other ones because yeah, I just he's not used to that, you know, so yeah, yeah it's funny. Yeah. Stand the test of time. <laughs> well, right, mm-hmm. right. Well, I think that's a hard thing. You know, does anybody have any favorites from the past that you know, like that they watch now? You know, as adults that they watched before. Mm. Well, my my favorite movie is still It's a Wonderful Life. So, and that's yeah. what just hit its seventy fifth year. So that's my number one movie of all the movies I've watched. I can watch it at least once a year. Isn't it amazing? Andrea's it, mom it's so, and I sit so and cry. Yeah, it, and it's it's such a good story that you just keep watching it, even if you've seen it a million times. You know, that's how, like, I like Wizard of Oz, so it doesn't matter. I, I just love it, you know. And it's like some of those movies, when they were made, they had trouble, you know, making them, and mm-hmm. they had trouble thinking if people even go to the box office or, you know, to watch them. And look what happened to them. People watch them forever and ever and ever. Which who would have thought? That's the thing you don't. That's the thing you'd ever know. That's why some of the situation comedies that people are watching now, it's almost amazing that people are loving it just as much as they did, like you're saying, Donald, as when people watched it before. And it absolutely, mm-hmm. you know. And what I find interesting, um, especially you know, talking about Disney Plus, is you know, they have a whole slew of movies and television shows. From you know way back when the whole thing started, and what I find interesting is I went to watch Swiss Family Robinson the other day, and it comes up with a disclaimer now that says you know this comes with dated material and questionable references to you know minorities and all this other stuff, and I'm thinking, really you have to put this disclaimer on nowadays? I know. Yeah. Because yeah. people are going to watch it and think that that's a norm, and I you know I I get it, but at the same time I want to say. Why aren't the parents having the talk with their kids then, or are they having the talk? And this is just Disney's way of covering their, you know, backsides. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that that is a problem because, and some of them they want to take off. Andrea, how do you feel about any of that? Do you watch any of these old series or? Oh, absolutely. Um, well, you know, I'm 
I'm 36, so the 90s were definitely my era, but I think I'm from a different era because I love all things classic. I would say, gosh, my favorite to keep rewatching. Um, I love The Godfather. Love okay. The Godfather. I could watch <laughs> I know, it every day I know. for my life. I know. I know. <laughs> we, we talked about we, we, so, you know, that yeah. is one of my favorites. I watch that one, Casino, Serpico, mm-hmm. sometimes, but um, Goodfellows, Jeff, you like those? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I've, yeah. I've been a Scorsese fan since I was actually a fairly young kid. I think I, and then I also saw The Godfather very young as well. So I think I saw The Godfather yeah. when I was nine for the first time. And between that and yeah. most Scorsese movies, I've seen many, many times. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. That is so interesting that you could watch movies so many times and still enjoy it. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I can watch every time Goodfellows was on, because now, it, you know, it, you can get it any time. But for a while there, you couldn't get everything all the time. So then I would, you know, always watch it. It didn't matter where I, you know, there are some movies you could just, doesn't matter, you don't have to see it from the beginning. You already know the story, you know what's happening. So mm-hmm. you just watch it for the scenes that, you know, that you're, you know, that you're enjoying, you know, and they just, they stand up. I mean, people really, you know, I know I like, I still, I did like Godfather 3. Most people hate it. That Almost every time I start talking about it, people hate it. I actually like some of the scenes in that, but I think they had something new that I saw. They added some things and they put it on, I think it was, I don't know, if, I don't know if it was Prime. I don't know. Uh, I, I haven't been watching as much Prime as I did at the beginning. I just tend to, I don't know what happens. I, I watch one and, you know, Netflix has so many series. That by the time you're done with mm-hmm. it, it's like week after week. You're, you know, I'm still on Outlander. You know, so I'm watching a lot of these so I can have shows on some of the ones that I didn't see. You know, because uh, I didn't see. I only saw some of The Crown. You know, and but I want to see more of that. You know, and when I when it came to mm-hmm. watching Downton Abbey, I went backwards. I didn't see a lot of the scenes. So I started watching it wherever I did. I don't know what year. What you know what's. And then I watched it backwards, and then I watched it again forward. So I know, Donald, you were mentioning that you got your wife involved in watching Downton Abbey. Oh, yes. Uh, She made me start over from halfway through season two and go back to season one because she really wanted to watch it. And, you know, I was, of course, heartbroken that I had to start it over again, you know, because, you know, just I I just wasn't enjoying it at all. But not. Yeah, it really I I loved it, you know, and the fact that she enjoyed it. Because this is a, a woman who will often tell me she doesn't get British humor or enjoy British shows, and the fact that she wanted to watch it from the beginning, I mean, yeah. to me, that <laughs> that says it's, it's appealing to a very broad base of folks. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's probably true, because it's, uh, you know, it did, and, and I think um, Chris Carlson was on, and she did, she does a lot of, you know, that period type of writing too and Jennifer you're doing a book with her but um, yeah we're working on World War One, and so yeah. every single <laughs> sentence you write in the book it's like did they say that did they do that did that so then you have to google when they start her. saying that so yeah so she said that Downton Abbey they're having another one yeah they're making another movie and mm. so that should be I mean I don't know when that'll be out because that's the production Mm-hmm. I mean, there's right, a lot of the people. productions behind a year. 
<laughs> oh yeah, well, cool. well, yeah, very right. This is this for unless sure. you're in this Canada. Part, yeah, it costs them a lot of money to to hold. Yeah, to hold back. So, um, all right. So we, you know, I, my opinion is, you know, uh, sometimes I go by the stars. So, you know, I I've seen some movies now that you know sometimes. We're so used to watching a new movie or a new series, but then sometimes some of the movies on Netflix they're bringing on. Like I just saw one uh, with um, I don't know, it was a 2015 movie, and you know sometimes I didn't used to watch those because I go, oh no, I'll just watch the new ones, you know. But now you can see one a lot of different ones that you might not have seen because they weren't ever going to be on demand or anything like that. They just were movies that you saw in the theater and that's that. But now they brought them out. Mm-hmm. Are there any stars that you really right. love that you watch everything they do? Uh, Andrea, anything? Meryl Streep. Oh, Meryl Streep. Okay. Meryl Streep. The, as far as I'm concerned, the Academy Awards could be called the Merrells. <laughs> what's, what's the favorite one of Meryl Streep? Oh, God, I love Sophie's Choice. Um, yeah, I haven't seen that And then in a I think time. she was great in Devil Wears Prada. I mean, the woman can literally play any oh, part. Oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else see that one? That was good. Jeff, did you mm-hmm. see that one, Devil Wears Prada? Yep. You probably you see all, you see every movie, I think. <laughs> <laughs> is, is she one of you? Is she, I, I love her, too. She, You know, just mm-hmm. her act. I mean, the, the fact that she, every movie she's in, she's, she's that role. You know, you really... Mm-hmm. Whatever she plays, I mean, that's why she's so good. I mean, and some of the roles you go like, oh, I can't believe it. You know, even, you know, I like postcards from the edge. I wait for the last scene when she's, like, singing and dancing. and That's, like, my favorite <laughs> scene. And she's got the tambourine, you know. So, I mean, it's so unlike what she used to, you know, some of the th- parts that she plays, some of those things you never would think she would do. And she does them well. Mm-hmm. Now she's, I mean, she never sang at the beginning of, you know any of the movies, but then after yeah, and you know the, uh, she's been yeah. dabbling in television because she was in Big Little Lies and she yes. played a part that I just would never have ever imagined her playing. But I when know. you're surrounded by Nicole Kidman, I mean, how can you not, you know? <laughs> be that was a great that one. Part, that, but... I saw that one too. That was really good. So, um, anybody else see that one? Because that's really a good one. I mean, it was, you know, I mean. Mm-hmm. It, you just you felt yeah. all of their pain. You know, it really was tough. You know, um, they were all good actresses. So I think you know, and in some of and you know, you really see the acting in these series now because sometimes in a movie you don't see as many, much as you do in the series because mm-hmm. they're continuing on with that role. Like even what you're saying, Meryl Streep. I mean, she was in that series, so. You know, it's not like they're in it for 20 minutes and then they're not in it anymore. I mean, they're in it, mm-hmm. you know. And being a movie um, junkie, I like to, I kind of usually obsess about uh, an actor or actress and then I'll go back and watch everything they've ever done, you know, or because then you find all these little gems of movies. and Yeah. And, you go, why didn't anybody ever talk about that? Because some of the, some of the right. roles are terrific, and 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 some of the like comedians and they do really great dramatic roles. I mean, they are really right. good. A lot of them, you know, and which you don't expect, you know. I mean, for me, I, I pretty much, 
watch a lot, even sometimes, and I think, well, one of the things is I don't stop watching a lot of times because I think it'll get better, and most of them do, and some don't, but I really like to give a fair shot. Does everybody finish a movie, or do they just forget it? Jeff, do you finish it, or do you drop it? I mean, usually finish anything I sit down to watch, but a lot of stuff I don't ever start watching. Right. <laughs> but once I'm committed to watching something, I'll, I'll usually see it through. Yeah. Even when even Are you when shocked bad, sometimes at how much you like I the ending? I was interested enough by how much I like what? Sorry. The ending. Are you shocked when you come to it, and even if you just, it was so-so, then when the ending is really great, does it change your opinion? You know, because a lot of people, they don't get to the end, and that's the problem. Mm. That, that You know, how do they know it's bad? Like, 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 you know, Jennifer was just saying that somebody says, oh, they were all bad, but she didn't see any of them. The, the woman that said all the Academy Awards are, were not good, but she never saw the movie. So if you don't finish the movie, like you, we were just saying, so how, when you finish it, are you ever shocked of how good that movie really was about something that happened that you didn't see coming? I mean, usually not because of the ending, but I mean, usually if a movie that has a good ending usually also has a good beginning and a good middle. If it's a bad movie with a great ending, it's still a bad movie. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, that's you great, used to do reviews. Didn't should. you do reviews? You did reviews for a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, in college. But, also, yeah. But, but a great ending on a good movie can like, really tie everything together and show it was paced properly, everything led up to a satisfying conclusion. I like to so be surprised like like an ending will save a movie, but a good movie will yeah. end well. But, I and, promise and a bad the young movie. woman definitely. Uh, I promise the oh. young woman mm-hmm. ends in a in a, yes. a different ending than what you expect. I don't want to be a spoiler exactly. alert. So it's, uh, but uh, it, it, it's it's a shocking. great discussion yes. movie, and yeah, because uh, it doesn't end or go the direction that you think it's gonna going to go. Right. And so it's, right. it's always good to be surprised if it's a good if it's a good surprise or something that you know that. Yeah, I think that's that's true. If it's a good see, I like that, and I go oh. God, that's great. So, you know, I go, this is really great. Because, you you know, when you're not expecting it, something about an ending that, you know, because sometimes endings, you know, you know it's going to be okay or you could tell. But sometimes when it's really a surprise, like in that, you know, you just didn't plan it. And, I'm, you know, to, you didn't plan anything about it. You didn't think anything was going to happen the way it did. So I think for me that mm-hmm. was exciting. I like that. You know, because I'm sure, you know, those that are writers here know that that is because we're always trying to figure out. <laughs> and then well, while I'm watching the movie, I'm trying to figure it out and going, oh, they should have done this. Or, you know, and I go, why didn't they say that? Or, you know, why didn't they bring that character back? Does anybody have that issue when they're watching a movie? <laughs> Jennifer, you must. I yeah. know you do. <laughs> one, of the, right. one of the young actors that I've really been on that I've gone back and watched everything is uh, George McKay. He came to fame in 1917 a couple couple of years ago. But Andrea turned me on to this movie he made with, uh, how do you pronounce her name, Andrea? Uh, Sarshay Ronan. Oh, Sarshay. Oh, okay. Thursday Ronan, and uh, called uh, How I Live Now, and speaking of movies that you just uh, did not expect it to go the direction, you know, I I was about 45 minutes into it, I'm like, is this just a this teen buddy comedy, whatever, romancy movie, and then it just absolutely goes to crazy town, and and I was just like, well, never seen a movie like really like that before, and so, (laughs) yeah, he's he's just been in some little gems, and then... um, 
Captain Fantastic is uh, another one that he's mm-hmm. been in that uh, was just a really great, great, great movie. And uh, was How I Live Now so, is that on Netflix or is that on Amazon? I, it's or on one of those two. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't but, think it's on Netflix. Uh, really, it might be on Amazon. Yeah. But don't you think, Andrea? I mean, it's just a plot that I've never seen before. Yeah, which and to piggyback on what you just said, I found that okay. movie because I went to Sersha's catalog and looked through all of her films that I love. She's good. And another yeah. one she does is um, Byzantium. Byzantium. It's like a. I think she was like 15, and it's very good. It's very surprising and strange. And when you guys talk about writing, I wonder if you guys feel that M. Night Shyamalan does a lot of weird surprise ending yeah, to his yeah, movies yeah. that sometimes can be bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing is, yeah. Like, when, he, when he started out, they were earned. And then just became like mm-hmm. the thing mm-hmm. he does at the end is to have a twist. And that's when they right. stopped working. Mm-hmm. Like the first time I right, saw when it, you were waiting for it, you mean? Because people, we were all waiting for it, well, something to be, you know. Well, I've, I've told Marsha this. Like the first time I saw The Sixth Sense, people had told me, like, oh, there's a twist. It's amazing. There's a twist. And when I saw the early part of the movie that sets it up, I assumed that was what actually had happened. So I kept waiting for a twist, and to me there was no twist. But that makes <laughs> right. it work. Yeah. <laughs> because the whole movie, right. because if you, know, if you know the thing that's the twist, the movie still works. And so that to me is a movie that mm-hmm. does work. Yeah. But it's not yeah. just setting you up for a surprise. Surprise well, I think when, when, when people saw it, though, they went yeah. back and watched it again sometimes, and then you, you, you know, because you wondered why you didn't see, thinking like, why didn't I see that, you know, and you didn't, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, you know, right. which is but always you, exciting. But you see that incident. I'm trying not to spoil it, but like you, you see that thing yeah. happen in the first couple minutes of the movie, yeah. Based on what I but, knew from the trailer, of like, oh, there's this kid who sees dead people. I just figured that was what you were supposed to know. I was like, wait, but where's the yeah. twist? But the movie works. Yeah, see, that's happens. the well. Yeah, I guess that's that's the other thing, right? That's the thing. I I always like to see movies when I used to go on the day it you know the weekend it opened because I really didn't want everybody to ruin it by right. telling me all yeah, about exactly. the movie. Exactly. <laughs> you know, because then I do I wanted to make my own opinion. I didn't want to hate it because everybody hated it, or I didn't want to like it because everybody liked it, you know, which I did never do. But I just wanted to go with a free, you know, head to know if I liked it or not, you know, myself. Well, that means you're a movie fan. Yes. <laughs> you might say that. You might say that. <laughs> I do. I like and all kinds. I, I anything... really like all kinds, you know. I, I, right. I do. I and love if we see anything kinds. different, it's just like this breath of poof in your face of fresh air, you know, no matter what kind of movie, you're just like, Wow, I've never seen any of this redone plot a thousand times, you know, so. But sometimes there are some movies that really, it's just, you know, and I still find that exciting when you go, like, oh, boy, that was good, you know, at the end, you know. <laughs> Donald, well, that's now, always my benchmark wife... for an Oscar movie. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, this is true. Donald, like, when your wife, do you like, apparently you don't like the same things, but does she, how do you get each other to watch? Because that happens. A lot of people I know, they go, their husband and wives don't want to watch what they're watching. 
sure. No, she's pretty much uh, game to watch just about anything. And yeah, it's like everything. It's a compromise. You know, one time we'll watch what she wants and the next time we'll watch what I want. But for the most part, we have the things that we stay away from, which for her are, you know, horror movies, slasher movies, things that scare the living daylights out of her because yeah. she is one of those folks that does not like to be scared. Whereas me, I don't care. You know, I'm with you guys. If it's a good movie, I'll watch it over and over and over. I have no problems with that. And but I'll don't you think Handmaid's Tale is scary? See, to Handmaid's Tale is a scary. I mean, she liked that. You're saying, right? Oh, she loves it. So what loves that, it. to me, that's very frightening. You know, it um, is. But it's not the it's not the it's slasher not movie slasher. anticipation. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that you know suspenseful horror. Yeah, it's bad things happening, you know, to good people, which, right. you know, it intrigues her more because she's, you know, bought into watching this woman fight her way through all of this. And, you know, mm-hmm. she, she said to me the other day, what keeps her coming back is the fact that, you know, the title character keeps having these opportunities to escape but doesn't. You know, she keeps yeah. having these chances to get away. She always finds something to pull her back in and keep the fight going, and that's what she yeah. likes about it. See, what I keep thinking is, is that when I when I'm watching them, I'm thinking, oh my God, when they go home, the handmaids, you know, mm-hmm. and they're not on set. How do you get that out of your, you know, because even writers <laughs> don't get things out of your your head. So the some of the scenes that they've had to do, it's like, oh mm-hmm. my God. You know, it's they're they're hard scenes. I think. I mean, I don't think some of the scenes, you know, some of the scenes that I've seen are easy or ever been. I've never seen things like that, in my opinion. Well, I know I'm with yeah. you. It's I don't know how you can watch it. You know, I'm uneasy watching it, and I can't imagine yeah. what it's like to actually, you know, enact the scene. It's yeah. that blows my mind. I mean, that's commitment. But oh my goodness, I know. I mean, there, and there's, this isn't just one movie. This is season after season. So I know, Jennifer, you did not see that one yet, right? I haven't, but, you know, know. Uh, you have to have the good bad guys to make the good good guys, right? Uh, you said you're uh, watching Oof. Outlander. That's well, those my are favorite book and favorite. She, she, <laughs> she made me become a writer. And so, but anyway, her books and her uh, Jack. Randall in the uh, series is the worst bad guy I've ever seen, you know, and I haven't watched The Handmaiden's Tale next to Darth Vader. I mean, he has no soul. He's just an absolute sociopath. And it's, uh, he's such a great character, though, you know, and, but the actor that plays him is just the nicest, sweetest, like has a dog. He's the chitty chatty one in interviews. So yeah, they just, that's a part of being an actor, right? You just have to, you have to throw your soul into scenes and then walk, walk oh, and they out do. of it. I, I, so yeah, I'll, and that's, that's yeah. the truth. Yes. <laughs> you know, and they really do. You know, when, when you're watching someone at a good performance, it's like, oh my God, look how great they were. I mean, that's why the Academy Awards, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the problem with the Academy Awards is, I mean, there's so many more movies that are so, I mean, there's really a lot of excellent roles and they never get, you know, picked. And sometimes you sit there and go like, "Oh my God, that was such a good movie. Why wasn't that picked?" And that—that's a—that's why it's a hard, you know, it's—it's it's tough, you know, the Academy mm-hmm. Awards, you know. 
And it's like anything else, you know, some people like certain books, some people like certain movies, but, you know, and as we know, and we know more and more now how the voting is done, which I I always knew that there were not, it was not the broadest of audience, you know, and that's a shame, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, I don't know how yeah, it was years ago. Yeah, give the movies ago. and, you know, to the best. I thought there the were more in the people. Yeah. Yeah. I thought there were more people. Jeff, did did you know about that? I mean, I thought it was more people. You know, I just. What do you mean? Seeing, the, you know, who voted on the Academy Awards, you know. Are you talking oh, about the, I mean, I knew it was, the Globe? It's, 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 yeah, you're thinking of the Golden Globe. But the Oscars yeah. are a fairly large voting audience. The thing people often talk about the Oscars as if it's a committee that picks something. And it's not. It's hundreds of people each filling out individual ballots and then what those totals turn out to be. And I think well, the most amazing yeah, but... news story that we, that we don't know, and they've been able to keep it a secret forever, is we've never found out what the voting totals are for any Oscars. No. Like right. That information has always been hidden really well. But so remember we in the past... Was this, a, was this you know, a blowout? Was this unanimous? Who finished second? Well, right, we no because... Yeah, and, and in the past, I think what they did is they used to, a lot of times they used to send the movies to people. I don't know what happened because a lot of people don't see the movies yeah. that are voting, and that has never been fair. You know, they mm. they just don't well, yeah, you, see yeah. all the movies. I mean, now people get screeners, but whether or not they watch the screeners, you can't enforce right. them. Yeah. Right, which isn't <laughs> good. I mean, if you're voting, it's so, it's so unfair in a lot of ways, you know, when um, you I mean, know. The voters receive you, screeners. It's just you can't enforce that they watched every one. I know, but they're voting. Yeah, a lot that's of what, things, you know. Just from, just from people I know who voted, there is sometimes like you prioritize the ones you've heard are really good, and you try to get everything, but you know you have to watch them all the x amount of time while you're working full time, and so people right. will tend to prioritize mm-hmm. the ones they've heard. Oh, this is one you should definitely consider, and that's why studios. But and this year, could, this year though, things. it could have been difficult because I think a lot of people didn't. Mm-hmm watch a lot of these movies so you know it's hard to say you know it is it's it's always a contest like that is tough you know but it means so much to the actors because they get their next roles from it and more money right and they they get some really good movies you know so yes they do yeah and you know when someone like Frances McDermott she comes out I mean I really love her so I love everything she's in and I just like watching her and I just like the fact that she takes the role and does it, and then the hell with everything else, <laughs> you know. And that's what I like about her. And she doesn't have to have the most glamorous dress or look. She's just who she is. And I, I find that really very interesting and likable in a person when they just go out and do their job. Like she does. And Nomadland was a fascinating movie because, yes, you know, it, it – we have these preconceived notions of what people that choose this lifestyle are like, or that they're. Yeah. Um, in the Seattle area, we have a we're really struggling with a lot of a homeless population and and lots yeah. uh, crime and drug problems and whatever, and and uh, they're trying to decide what to do with this, and we think, oh, these people that live in these vans and have this lifestyle, you know, are like this, but they're not. They're just people, and they and they have all different reasons why they choose to live yeah. this lifestyle. That's what was so good about it. And like, it that's was fascinating was so to bring that to the storefront if people could see that message in the movie that, you know, just because they live in a van doesn't mean that they're, you know, right. <laughs> that they're... No, it doesn't. Well, right, it doesn't. You know, and you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And and <laughs> she portrays it in a great way, you know, mm-hmm. I think, you know. 
And mm-hmm. I, I could see why they chose, you know, she's, you know, really good for that role. I mean, perfect. Yeah, and she I thought even that was anything, Francis. <laughs> yeah. What, really. what you, what? There was so very little dialogue in that film, and that's what I really took away because she says everything with just her face, and I yeah. think that's really hard to do. And she's one actress that can do that. You know, she yeah, does it yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she just mm-hmm. gives a look. You know, and even she when says you're watching more her, without she, saying anything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> even when you're watching her, when she's sitting there, and she's just, and you know, she just has mm-hmm. that look about her that you know what she's <laughs> thinking, but she's not saying it. But she's an incredible. That's why I find it so interesting. You know, to watch someone mm-hmm. like that. You know, but um, and I thought and she's very deserving. Metal had. Another movie that, you know, a ton of people hadn't seen. And it's not a perfect movie, but I thought that the it's just a fascinating subject where the heavy metal drummer, you know, he goes deaf. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I thought there was so many uh, parallels, for me anyway, of being a writer, putting in on that, of the fact that that and Nomadland had so many kind of tie-ins. There were these people that just had lost their island. They'd lost their yes. people. They didn't know. Yeah. They didn't know what to do. They were just floundering through life, you know, that they weren't sure because everything that they had known changed, you know, so they weren't sure what to do. And I, I just saw some a lot of interesting parallels. Right. Did, and, but did and anybody and else the, see and the that? Metal, that? Right. That one at the end, you know, that wasn't the way I actually thought it would be and, you know, how it ended, you know. And um, But that, it was just... And, you know, and while you were listening to it, you were hearing screeching like he heard. So I think that's what made the you. The sound in that people, was incredible. And I'm yeah, not I think even they won a an award for the person sound. geek, but it did. It won the Oscar yeah, for that. Yeah, and it was so yeah. deserved because when you were able to hear the way he heard things, it just changed the whole movie, you know. Yeah, I It just I put you in his shoes. It was, yeah. Plus, that's another guy. He's a really great actor. And um, he doesn't have to say a word to get yeah. to, you know, certain actors are like that. And some, you know, and some are really, like, great with dialogue that nobody else could do as much dialogue as, like, say, somebody does. Like, let's say Michael Douglas, you know, and the president, all the president, what's it called? The president's, um, all I the watch president's it every <laughs> Was that, no. Everything the, one, the American um, president? Yes, I love that. That the movie I've seen about a million times. I just and that speech when he's the president, and then he gives that last end speech, and it's like, oh, I want to vote for him. I want him as the president. <laughs> <laughs> he was so good, because he does great dialogue. But he also, if you see something like Wonder Boys, where he really underplays it, and has yes, yes. nonverbal <laughs> acting too, and that's that he well, can do both those things is a show of how good he is. Yeah, that's what, Donald, do you, you see that one? That's a good one. Yeah, that's it's been wonderful. a while since I've seen it, but I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, me it, too. It, it just sucks you in. <laughs> Andrea, did you like that? Do you like that? Did you see that movie? That's a long, I haven't seen that in a long time. I think I've ever seen Wonder Boys, actually. Don't yeah. kill me, but I don't think I've seen it. 
Okay, no, you're allowed. You're allowed not to see any some of these movies. There's so many. Don't kick me out of the club. <laughs> you're not out of the club. You're still in. You're still in. <laughs> that's how many movies. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, just you. That's why I started to do this show because the, one of the other shows, all of a sudden, we started talking about Rockford Files. They were talking about I don't know. They in Colombo. It just it depends. You know, it doesn't matter what age group. Because I think people that are young now watch a lot of the older movies. We were talking about when they tried to redo Perry Mason. That didn't work out for a lot of, you know, I saw the the new one. And it just didn't work out for people because they had a character like a Perry Mason and they made it, you know, they, I don't know what they, I I don't have anything to say about that. (laughs) I mean, it was so, did anybody see Perry Mason, the new one? I killed a baby in the first uh, five minutes of it or so, and I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Like, it was just, I, I didn't I'm finish like, it. Nope, I watched one or nope. two, and I just said no, and I happened to like the people in it. I just couldn't, I just couldn't see why they named it Perry Mason. It was ridiculous. It had nothing to do with, the, I, don't, I don't feel, you know, it wasn't like Perry Mason. You know, and all those old ones, Name you know, they're all on now. Yeah, they're all on, you know. Now and you know, watching all of because people are really watching all of these movies that for years, like people, you know, wouldn't watch anything that old, but now people are, you know, that's why they even put I Love Lucy on. Now they put that on like during the Christmas time. I think it's Christmas mm-hmm. time when they put a few of hers out, you know. And people, I think there's a now they actually there's a movie on it. It's coming. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it'll be out. But Lucy Arnaz, I think she was on Facebook talking about they were doing her mother's story. And she was yeah, Nicole that Kidman. is coming soon. I can't remember who was cast, but I remember thinking Isn't it was Nicole an interesting Kidman casting. Lucy? No, I who? thought it was a younger actor. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know I'll who was going to do it, but she says, well, <laughs> well yeah, because I know she put on there, she goes, we'll let you know what. <laughs> When we can, you know. And that's another one. She, I don't know if anybody ever saw Jazz Singer with her, with Lucy Arnaz. It was a really good movie. Jeff, I'm sure you probably saw that, did you? Yeah, I know you didn't. No. No, I haven't. You didn't? Oh, one you didn't see. Okay. Jazz Singer <laughs> is with, it's really good. It was with um, Lucy Arnaz and, um, oh, my God. I'll tell you right now. Oh, my God. Is it, is it a remake of the old Jazz Singer? No. Yeah, yeah. What? Well, but it's. Um, wait a minute. Why am I not thinking of? Oh, I can't think of. It. Uh, Love on the Rocks. What's his name that does Love on the Rocks? Oh my God. Neil Diamond. Yes, Neil Diamond and Lucy Arnaz. It's a oh, really yeah, good I've movie. seen jazz singer. <laughs> Wasn't it good? I was, she was good, and she doesn't. She good didn't job, do Andrea. <laughs> yes, yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> So there, I got my points back. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, speaking of uh, music and documentaries, that the sum is it the summer uh, get back with uh, that uh, Peter Jackson's directing about the with all the Beatles footage from uh, when they were filming Let It Be. I think that that's going to be really yeah. Uh, yeah. After seeing uh, uh, they will not be forgotten. Is that the name of it? The one he made about World War One. Wow, that was. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, you're probably seeing a lot of these things now because you're writing that genre. So <laughs> yeah, but I'm excited to see what he's going to do with this Beatle documentary because he just throws his, all his passion behind it. So I think it's going to be great. So. Yeah, so all right, like Donald, you say you watch 
like some documentaries, anything we'd like to watch that you really love? Oh, uh, lately I, I've, you know, kind of along that whole uh, World War theme, you know, I've been watching, you know, documentaries on uh, World War One, World War Two, on, uh, you know, history, National Geographic. Um, yeah, I've been watching, uh, I think the one was uh, like, it's not really a documentary. It's more of a series on like the technologies that the Nazis created. And um, it's just, it's been very fascinating to me. Uh, you know, just with a history, having had family members in it, uh, yeah. in the war and, you know, having had um, just growing up listening to them talk about it. It's, it kind of, kind of hits home a little bit, just being able to, yeah see a little bit of what they were experiencing and just imagining, you know, life now and thankful that they went through all of that so that I could be, you know, doing this. <laughs> yeah. No, right. You know, a lot of, I had somebody talking about, we were talking about the movie Mank that was out and a lot mm-hmm. of people didn't even finish the movie. They just couldn't get into it. You know, um, Mank, um, Mank- yeah, Mankowitz. Yeah, I have yeah. it. So. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. I, I turned it on, and we just didn't get into it, and so then I turned it off. But I had people on the show talking about it, and they were talking about they really just didn't like it, and everybody wanted to like it because, of, you know, they just did. But they didn't seem to like the movie. And Gary Oldman was in it, and um, Amanda Siegfried, she was in it. But you know, David Fincher is the director, right? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, and I'll, I'll try. Yeah, so watch it, you know. yeah, he's definitely known for his trippy trippy directing yeah. so yeah yeah so you said you like can I ask Donald a question w- oh sure oh hi Donald it's Andrea I just wanted to <laughs> <Hello. look up. laughs> I wanted to see if you ever watch history documentaries on YouTube because that is quite the resource for a lot of documentaries is it really well. no I've never tried oh, that yes yeah, and what's nice is you don't have a lot of the commercial breaks if you're watching it's really it on good. actual television. It's very good. And, mm-hmm. Any a, you could recommend? Like, you look up any that anything. you like? Any you could well, like, I just, recommend? I, oh, good Lord. I've been binging the Elizabethan era and just the rise of Elizabeth and Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn. I cannot get over it. I look at it all the time. Like Even in like the doctor's <laughs> office, I'll just be sitting there thinking about Anne Boleyn. I have to look it up. Um, so YouTube has been a great resource for that because a lot of people don't have, like, classic cable anymore because they've done all the streaming. So YouTube's a great resource to find, like, really obscure, strange stuff most of the time, but especially well, Because YouTube has – really, YouTube does have a lot on it. I mean, it – you know, it has everything. You know, I think people – you know, whenever you're thinking of something, just look it up. It's there. <laughs> it's there. Oh, absolutely. You know? You know, and have you, Donald, you know, this is not about that, but I'm wondering, have you ever thought about writing something other than a children's book? I, you know, being an illustrator, you know, I'm at, you know, doing, I know you do all the illustrations, but I mean, have you ever thought about that? Because you're very interested in a lot of this, you know. I've I've thought about it, but I think uh, the hardest thing for me is picking a period or something, a subject matter that I can you know, talk somewhat intelligibly about. Um, yeah, I know, obviously, anything YouTube. I do is going to need research, <laughs> <YouTube>. but... <laughs> yeah. Hmm? I think you could do it. It doesn't I help us, any of us that are writing in it either. It's like we feel that exactly. 
Yeah, but I think you could probably do it because I know you've not tried that. So I think you could. I think you could. I've, I've you, thought you about are it. Very interesting. I think the hardest... You like a lot of things. You like a lot of different things, and I think uh, you would be probably enjoy writing something else. You know, writing something. I would. Just I would it. love to try it and test myself and just see how it goes. Yeah, like anything, the hardest part is the getting started or figuring out where to start. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those that I've always kind of dabbled with or thought about trying to dabble with, and I just cannot seem to get past that, you know, staring at my screen and that, you know, it's it's not the old word processor anymore where the cursor is blinking well, at you. Well, you know but, what? Just get a know. just get a just get a legal pad, get a legal pad and yes. pen and just sit there. And because I think you can do, notes, you'll probably huh? do it that way. You'll you'll be able to do it that way. I've not, had you on enough shows to know that. I think you can do that that way. <laughs> It'll be it's, it's for you. Well, <laughs> That's perfect. For I you. tell you what. <laughs> right now I'm remodeling two bathrooms, and I, I think I could probably uh, find a story in there somewhere about a guy <laughs> struggling to remodel his bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, you uh, Marcia, you uh, have a new book out. What uh, what time frame is your book? out that you now now no. it's a right now it's a current yeah, now yeah i have never tried to do right that's one thing i have not done is you know, i don't know that's uh, i don't know if that's because i've had a lot of authors on now talking about historical and you know i enjoy them on the show so much but i know it takes it's just it takes you got to really research and make sure everything is right. And um, I have since I have my editor here, he would know this is probably not my format. The way I write would not be in my best interest. <laughs> Although both of us did write a hit, we did write a horror one, and that was out of my realm. Jeff and I wrote, yeah, you know, and but you know, and I have a lot of horror shows on, and the the authors, it's so interesting. You know, because, and a lot of people go, oh, I don't want to watch horror, I don't want to talk about horror, I don't want anything. But you know what? It's such an interesting genre, and the guests are always interesting. And I find that and historical very interesting to talk about, you know. And like you were saying earlier about the Chicago 7, that because you live in Chicago, see, I watched that movie and didn't really know much about the story, so I thought it was great, but you, that. Anything about Chicago, yeah. Chicago, yeah. you were like, oh, there's all these plot holes. Well, he didn't, well, shame on him for not doing his research of, of getting that straightened I used out. To do, you know, I used so. to do research. I used to do research. I don't, you know, because I went into more of like, you know, family type relationships. So I I know a lot of families and my own. So uh, I mm-hmm. gather from that, you know, but, and I found that was for me good, you know, and, and but I remember, Jeff, I think you'll remember this too, years ago when we used to, when I was an agent, when we had all these people doing screenplays, they would always say, we don't want any uh, period pieces. Do you remember that? That would be one thing they never wanted. Oh, that was wanted. Definitely true at that time. Yeah. Okay, and they just go, yeah, yeah. But now, look what look what how everything now it's really. I mean, you look at some of these, you know, The Crown and all of these Downton Abbey. I mean, those are expensive movies to make, and that's right. Also, You're right. Those, are and Brit- they would, those are British yeah. productions. British productions have always in a lot of period pieces. Right, that's true. Red but I mean, like luckily, yeah. luckily we get them, but they're they're made in Britain. But they did used to Bridgerton, say that they say we'll have any drop. 
But they but they do say that. They used to say, no, we don't want that, you know. Yeah. And, and a lot of times they'd go like, we don't want um, this, we don't want that, we don't like this, we don't want that. And they didn't know what they wanted. They know what they didn't want. They but then they would go, we want. like something, you, you know. know Right, like pretty women. And you know what? That wasn't, nobody knew that was going to be what it was, you know, or any movie. Right. Like that's what I was saying. You don't know what a movie, what's going to be, you know, sometimes they have a clue it's going to be good, but sometimes when you get something really popular, no one knows. I mean, it just happens. It's one of those things. But look at Bridgerton. It's one of the, it's been yeah. one of Netflix's most watched shows, and they dropped a ton of money into that. Yeah. In, into yeah. that. Right place, right time, you know, and yeah. it just blew up. And you know, she's from my area, um, and she's a you know great person, and and it couldn't happen to a nicer writer. And hey, you know, and so now we're probably going to see a lot more period piece, especially Regency yeah. or Victorian, because of the popularity of that show. It's you know? so popular. So, but so I, popular I've never really tried it. No. Yeah, they dropped a ton of money into the costumes and the sets and the everything, and you know, so. But she's very successful too, you know. And I mean, you know, um, once you know that you can get things done, it's a lot easier to go, you know, to just try something. You know, uh, it's always mm-hmm. nerve wracking, I'm sure, but she's been very successful, Shonda. You know, and so I think that whatever she does usually is with feeling. We know that already, you know. I mean, uh, look at look at Grey's Anatomy. I'm still watching that. I still love it. <laughs> <laughs> I still watch, you know, I'm loyal, you know, to... Um, to things, you know, even though they've changed so many different cast members and whatever, I still like the show, you know, and I just, I, and certain shows, I will probably, I'm probably going to have some medical shows soon, you know, because some of them in New Amsterdam and, you know, there's a, there's a big audience for those, you know. Andrea, anything that you, um, have you, do you write besides doing the podcast now? Have you tried that or at all? No, no, not much of a. I actually am. I'm. A, I'd love to start doing some more voice acting. I've done a lot of acting in my life, and yeah, yeah. Um, music. Music is kind of my main thing. So I write music. Um, yeah. So do you want to just put a, put yourself out here for a minute and talk about your podcast just for a minute of what kind? Because we're almost done with the hour. So what kind of you know you're going to have a, talking about what type of subjects like just going to happen like we you talked about it before on the you know before we get yeah yeah sure well with my line of work as a hairstylist and a skincare specialist I've had a lot of clients over the years tell me gosh you should just start telling your stories and I have like very limited time with my clients to make a connection with them and I just kind of pull from my life and get to know them and um, they well, don't people tell their hairdressers everything? Show. <laughs> don't they tell your hair, their hairdressers everything? <laughs> yes, we're, we're actually <laughs> You probably got some really good and... stories there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I've been just starting out with these 30-minute kind of segments on um, just one topic on each one. So I've done um, – I talked about podcasts on my first one. and It's called You Should Start a Podcast, but when I say you, I mean me. Because I'm the one that's doing it. So. 
Okay, and, and here's one more. If, if anybody's ever seen Unauthorized Living, I love that series. It's on Netflix. Um, if somebody is out there, let me know. I want to have a show about that. I just love that show. And it's really good. It's called mm. Unauthorized Living. It's really good. Mm. You know, um, it's there. I think it's three seasons. It takes a while, but it's good. Very good. You know. Oh, All right. Great. So I, this has been really fun. So I got a little notes here of stuff that I haven't watched. You know, and I will watch that. How I how I live now. So then, I, after I watch it, then we can talk about that because <laughs> it sounds like you both love that, right? And I hope mm-hmm. everybody that's on the show today will um, come on. Is there any last words that anybody wants to, anything that they want to tell people that they should watch? Jeff, any f- a favorite to tell people that you think is great? Yeah, that's a really long list. Okay. Out of hand. <laughs> okay. Well, we all have long That's what happens. We have a long list, right? I have one. I put one out, and then I'm thinking, oh, this is not even nearly half of the things that I loved, you know. Because I think we all have them. And and a lot of times, you know, more now than ever, I think the name, you know, know, the name is always important of a book or a movie. But now more than ever, because a lot of times you're watching so much, and like The Crown, you know exactly what that's about. Do you know what I mean? And you remember it. You know, but there's like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of titles that some people don't remember anymore. You know, because they've seen so many, they go, what was that? You know, and then they start talking, oh, yeah, I saw that one. (laughs) And, you know, like we were just talking about, you know. But I think we didn't get to talk about Mirror of Eastwood, but that's really good. So Mm -hmm. people are out there that haven't Mm -hmm. seen And I saw, yeah, yeah, don't you think that's really good that, I mean, you mentioned it. So, I mean, I really Even though they made fun of it on Saturday Night Live last week ago or well, so, then yeah. it's still good. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean <laughs> But it was, it's very good, you know. And I just saw the Halston, and it, it's very good. It's only five of them, so that was good. Okay, so at the end here, Donald, did you get a list of things you might want to watch? Oh, I, just, I got a very good list. I got some good suggestions. And, um, you know, I had a, a thought for you, and it kind of pertains to my wife a little bit. You know, we've talked a lot about movies that we don't really care for, maybe that we watched all the way through and realized that, you know, parts of it were okay. She's one of those people that she will actually watch a movie just for the soundtrack. She doesn't care about <laughs> the movie a lot of times, but the music yeah, well, some will of the draw her are in. Great. Yes, mm-hmm. and she loves it. You know, it's you know, she the Lord of the Rings. She'll sit through for me because I like it. How about but she Greece? loves Does the she soundtrack. Like she'll just. <laughs> Does she yeah. like Grease? She'll watch it with her eyes closed, and she's okay. you know because she loves the orchestral stuff and. Yeah. Um, yeah Mamma Mia. Does she like Mamma Mia? Too. And that Mamma Mia is good for uh, soundtrack. Oddly enough, she has not seen that one yet, but it is on her oh, list. You have to, that so. one she'll love. If she likes the soundtrack, anybody else have a I'm sure, well, we have Meryl Streep fans here, so. Uh, exactly, I was going to say. <laughs> Do you like that one, Jen, Jennifer? Anything that's a musical. Okay. I'm all in. <laughs> Andrea, yes. That's a yes. Oh, yeah, Meryl Streep <laughs> okay. is awesome. Okay, so we have to do that. Uh, we'll do a Meryl Streep show. I'll put this down. Here. Oh my gosh, that would be music to my ears. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll invite you to that one. I'm going to put that in. That's a good one. Well, I think that, that because there, you know, look at look how many we've talked about so many things in just an hour. Imagine, imagine. Okay. 
All right, this was fun, and thank you all. And um, any last thank words you. from anybody? All right, that's it. No, thank you for having me. Oh, Keep you're welcome. It was great. Movies, people. And Andrea, it was so nice <laughs> meeting you. And let me know when your show is on, okay? Because yes, absolutely. You, you're new to the show, okay? So, but I'll have you on because you like all the same shows. These I got you down here for these. Okay. All right. So everybody, thank you so much. Have a great day. And Donald, are you out in time to go? The... Uh, oh, we're good. Don't you worry about me. Okay, you'll get there. Okay, all right. Take care. I will. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, all right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye everybody. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye.